Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. We're going to cause trouble. Scott Farrell is calling the shots from the sideline. We're going to make fun of people. We're going to hurt people's feelings. It's Farrell on the bench. I believe in whipped cream with everything. Yeah, I just saw that uh, Will Smith's kid in like a Levi's commercial, right? And I'm thinking to myself, what don't they get, these Hollywood actors? I mean, he's honestly, been in like, movies too, right? Hasn't the kid been in oh, movies? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's been in movies. Um, he's been in movies with his dad. All right, so right. here's the deal. Like, the, I've always looked at it this way. When I lived out there, it was the same way. Is that like because I was in you know whatever SAG after and all the rest. So you know, because you you know if you do movies and you do TV shows you, and you do radio, even in New York, you got to be in in after, right? So SAG is the Screen actors good. You got to be in that to do TV and and movies. So, uh, but the thing I've always noticed about it was it's simple: is that they get all, like these movie stars. Have you ever seen anything like how they get all the roles like just repetitively? Like they just churn and it's like butter. They just get them. They get all of them. And then there's like you know once every year there's like a couple of new actors that come into the scene and you know chicks and a couple guys. They'll let in like maybe two or three each on each side of the river and then no one else ever. It's just the same actors and actresses getting every role for, for like as long as, uh, you know, you'll be in the ground and they'll still be getting roles. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, for instance, like a Dennis Quaid, right? Like, what's he done now? Like a hundred movies? Like how many like movies do you have to see of him and they keep getting worse by the movie and you still go, he still gets all the movies. You know what I mean? And then like yeah. Will Smith has done like 50 million movies and now his kids are doing movies and they're doing like Levi's commercials. And like, have you ever noticed there's never anyone else doing them? It's just like the same movie stars and their kids. Have you ever seen that? Like, have you ever noticed that Carver? I? Yes, I have noticed that. It's amazing. That's how exactly it what happens. That that's exactly what happens. I saw that movie the other day. Um, this movie would, I don't even know what it was called. I'm here to be killed or something. I'm here to die. Or it was with, it's the An- Angelina Jolie movie, right? Where she's like, she's working out in the forest in a, in like a, um, a, in a tower protecting the forest. And then, uh, some kids on the run and she helps the kid and, uh, the, the mobs trying to kill the kid and she protects the kid. And, and then the whole time I'm thinking I should be sleeping with her. And I'm thinking, I can't believe all these movies she keeps getting. And she could just be not doing that. And she could be sleeping with me. And then I'm sure like her and Brad Pitt, didn't they have a bunch of kids together or something like that? Uh, And I'm sure all of her kids are going to end up movie stars, aren't they? I think that's where it works. Oh, of course. That's, you know, if you're the, the child of a major you know, actor or actress, and and if you're a child of both, an actor and an actress, um, you have an advantage in this business, no question. So uh, the Muzzy dropped the Daniel Stearns reference. Did you like him in that yes. movie? Did you like him uh, in that? Did you like that movie? Was that one of your um, uh, holiday favorites? I mean, it's 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 a it's a it's a decent film. I think there's better holiday films than that but um it's it's a funny movie all right so i wanted to welcome in our radio affiliate sirius xm channel 204 mightier 1090 in san diego and all of southern california yeah yeah should do bay sports map radio sports byline armed forces radio hoorah soldier hoorah it's pharrell and a bench on a pain-free friday with carver high 844 843-6879 is the number to get on the bench. You know, I just wanted to mention uh, that I actually, uh, I'm having a really crappy night, you know, Carver High with my baseball bets 
on PharrellOnTheBench.com because, you know, the one game I got wrong out of 14, I just feel so awful for the, you know, the guy that, uh, you know, went to the window and laid some money down on the uh, the Braves game, you know, because uh, the Marlins beat the Braves four to three. And then, you know, with the other 13 that I got right out of 14, I just wanted to say, I'm sorry I suck so bad at betting. Honest to God, Carver High, I am just tearing it up tonight in baseball. Listen to this. I, I'm not even, I, I, I swear on my mother's grave. Not only that, I do them on coast to coast every day. You saw me do them. So I hit, the Brewers are up 7-2 on the Pirates in the 8. That's, that's money. Dodgers up in the Rangers, 6 nothing in the third. That's money. That's only going to get worse. White Sox are up 5-4 on the Tigers in the 10th. And I got the White Sox. So, you know. Bottom line is they got a uh, the Tigers got their runner on. They're coming up. They're going to lose. Astros over the Twins. They're in the bottom of the ninth. Boom. That's going to be another money. Uh, Angels are up three nothing with Otani on the D-backs in in the fourth, and uh, that's money. A's on the Royals three nothing after five. That's money. Red Sox beat the Jays walk off style. Boom. Money. Cubs over the Cardinals today. Boom. Money. Giants over the Nationals today, one nothing uh, over Scherzer. Boom, that's money. Rays, 4-2 over the Orioles. Boom, that's money. Reds, 11-5 over the Rockies. I think the last thing I said to you on the show today was the Rockies suck. Boom, that's money. I took DeGrom and the Mets over the better team, the Padres, 3-2 Mets at City Field. Boom, that's money. And I took the Indians, 7 nothing over the Mariners in Cleveland. Boom, that's money. I am so sorry. I just want to say that ahead of time. I am so sorry that I have 13 out of 14 games. Boom, money. And I'm sorry about the Braves. I'm sorry the Braves, who I said to you today, the Braves and Yankees should be lovers because they both suck. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. Like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Will you admit that to me, at least? Will you admit that uh, the option, what do you call it, the steel horse? What do you call the thing, the train? The, the iron horse. Okay. So you get on the iron horse every day, and I want to hear you say it. 
you have the opportunity on the way home to have a gigantic, like Vegas sized beer, like the biggest can of beer ever. Like a, a beer as long as your forearm. That's how big it is. It's as wide and long as your forearm. And it's ice cold. I mean, they got it sitting in ice cubes for hours before you pluck it out of there like a fish. And then yep. you get on that iron horse and ride that puppy for an hour and just sip on that frozen concoction beer. And you are just loving life. Don't tell me that that isn't better than walking into that morgue we used to work at on a Friday night with some of those like inbreds we had working with us. I mean, to tell you, I, I thought I was in a bad movie. I mean, it was like the worst. I Do you remember? I used to tell you when I was in there, I go, no, this, this has got to be scene. what San Quentin's like. What? <laughs> it was a tough scene walking in there. I mean, just, it's, oh. What a graveyard. Morgue is a perfect way to describe it. That's exactly the what it was morgue. like. The city morgue. That's where they keep <laughs> all the bodies well, that they scrape up after yeah. the weekend of murders. It's so true. Oh, what an awful when you, place. When you go to ID the body, and you go in there and you think it's Grim Reaper. Where we worked, was that not the grimmest thing you've ever said? Like, I used to sit there and go, do you remember when, like, they were in, the, everybody sits in those cubicles and does their job? Yeah, and, like, right. do you remember when, do you remember when KW worked there? He lasted about a week. He was in there. That kid looked <laughs> like he was ready to join the Marines. Anything. <laughs> but this, he was like, I remember because he met me and he was just so... Uh, you can't, you can't deny it. He's like, Oh my God, here comes this crazy Pharrell guy out of the room, like on fire. Like I remember the first time I met him, I was like coming out screaming or something during a game. It was a, it was like a Steeler Washington Redskin game. Remember it was like a Monday night and I was screaming about the refs or something. And he was scared to death of me. He was scared to death. He's like, what is happening here? What is that? And they're like, Oh my God, that's Pharrell. And this kid was like, his face, it was worth a million dollars. He was like, his eyes came out of his head. And then, I, like, a week later, he was gone. And then now he's working with us at Sports Grid. And you could ask him, like, he'd served time there like he was in San Quentin. He was sitting in that cubicle, like, doing audio clips or something. He wanted to freaking join the Army. I mean, anything better than that. Oh, my God. And then the, the lineup of people that walked in there as the night went on, it was the worst. I mean, to tell you, I haven't drank in forever, right? You work there. It makes me it made me want to drink. Honestly, the people I saw, I was like, I'm, I'm going to start drinking. I have to have a drink because I can't I'm going to smash someone in the face. You can't even argue with me about it. It was tough walking in there. Very Your tough. Boy walked out of there, too. And went off to greener pastures to do his uh, show, the New York, New York, your boy, JJ. He ran yeah. out of there, too. Don't even tell me I'm wrong, either. You know what? I'm done with all this candy-ass stuff being nice. I tell it like it is. Boom. There you go. Don't even tell me that when you drove from Long Island all the way down through, uh, you know, uh, New York City and crossed over the bridge and went into lower Manhattan and parked your car every night. We, You and I used to park on the same block. And we'd be fighting for parking spots and all the rest. Don't tell me that that wasn't depressing. And you were there for like 15 years. Don't even tell me that you, oh, you'd go in there. You look like you were, you had just been, you've been on a chain gang. <laughs> I mean, your face. Don't even tell me that it's not better <laughs> getting on the iron horse in the city now with a can of beer over that. Don't even tell me it's worse because there's no That's way it is. The miserable tell the truth. Place. The miserable place. I've said it forever. Miserable place. <laughs> it, was, it was so miserable. <laughs> uh, I see uh, Phoenix is uh, working a number on Denver again. Did you see your boy Joker roll his hey, ankle? He, he never left the game. Stayed in the game. He's tender. I'm telling you, he's tender. He's staying in the game because he's the MVP, and he knows he can't walk out of that game because they will be finished. They will be fin They're in big trouble tonight, mister. They're in big trouble right now. Game three, they lose this game. It's fat lady singing. Good night, Irene. It's over. You know it. They're sweeping them. Sweep. Sweep. 
because and you know what's funny is that's how good they are. I keep telling you on uh, like I'll lose this bet tonight. I'll lose them both. It's a bad night. Uh, thank God I'm going to go 13 out of 14 in baseball. And here's the deal is that I've always told you it, it didn't matter if I took Denver tonight because I'm, I'm on Phoenix in the series. And I told you from the beginning, I think Utah and Phoenix are the two best teams. The cream rises and uh, they're proving it every night. Like Phoenix looks better than Utah and Utah finished them off by six last night and three the night before. Right. The game one and two. Don't you think with what you saw in games one and two in, in the Valley of Hotties that and that's what I'm going to call it from now on. That's a great name. The Valley of Hotties. So in the Valley of Hotties. They those two games they played there were so dominant, in my opinion, way more than, you know, I thought what they did in, in Arizona was way more dominant than what Utah did in Salt Lake. I agree. I, I thought that there was a more dominant performance because, remember, the Clippers had a halftime lead in game one against the Jazz and they blew it in the second half. And even last night, you know, they were in the game for the most part. And then the Jazz pulled away late. I didn't think the Nuggets were in either game in Phoenix. I mean, they just got their doors blown off both games. And now they're here at home tonight. And, you know, they're they're like, it, it like keeps going between like 5 and 10. Like they get it to 5 and then Phoenix gets it back to 10. They get it to 5, Phoenix gets it back to 10. And at some point in the second half, they're going to bust this thing to 15 and the Nuggets ain't going to be able to get there. You're right. I think you're right. So let me ask you this question. Um and think about this for a minute. You know, DJ's, what, two shots back at the Palmetto? Yes, uh, he is. I, well, I think you're going to win if you bet on him this weekend. But let's talk about what really matters. With Wayne Gretzky getting the job at TNT and getting the endorsement deal with the betting company, so he's making just roll over millions. He's he's looking at 6 to, to $10 million a year. I mean, he's already getting three from TNT, whatever. And he, you know he's got a fat multi-million dollar deal with this uh, betting company, right? That he's a brand ambassador. Now, he has said before that Paulina is, he's cool with whatever she does. And it's DJ that doesn't want her doing Playboy. Correct. It's DJ that doesn't want her naked. And I got to tell you, um, now that he's going on network television uh, on, you know, the NHL, and he's going to be the face of, of hockey again as the main studio analyst, do you think he's going to change his tune about being so liberal with uh, Paulina? Because I don't really care if DJ wins the Palmetto at all, but I have to say, um, God bless him for what he goes home to at night. I mean, I'm putting her up there in rock star status with like Kate Upton and others. I'm going to put her in that category. And then, oh, I, you know, I'm not there. a big, she belongs there. I'm not a big fan of the, the uh, influencer chick, uh, the sporanic chick. But I will say the fact oh, that I she... just even, but she, listen, her name that, that I even know her name is a miracle, but I'll yeah. say this. I, I don't, I know you don't care about her, but, and that's fine. And I don't care what she thinks of golf. I don't care what she says about golf, but I got to tell you, like, I'm going to put her right. Like she should be next. Like, I think she should be Paulina's sister, stepsister, (laughs) something like next door neighbor, something, because those two on a golf course. Now I had the playboy open at fantasy Springs. That's the kind of quality I'm looking for when I have the playboy fantasy springs open you bring in Paige and paulina and i got a great event can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right in the new podcast you might be right former tennessee governors bill haslam and phil bredesen pose that question to guests like paul ryan al gore and judy woodruff come for the stories Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. 
That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a Remax agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. Remax is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit remax.com or download the Remax app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study, each office independently owned and operated. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader. So, uh, before I get into uh, Trevor Bauer, do you think, because uh, Paulina, like at some point, had to leave the nest, right? And she, she, she spread her wings and she went and she, she got her, you know, fork into DJ and they fell in love and then they had a whirlwind romance and then they ended up uh, hooking up and that, and then they, uh, you know, they had it all going steamy love affair and then they had a kid. Right. So, uh, and then Wayne didn't have to, you know, pay for everything anymore. Cause at some point he had to say like, listen, I, Paulina, I'm, I'm done with this pay for your trips to Cabo. It's, it's just gotta stop. I mean, I, you know, you're a grown woman now you gotta, you gotta make a move. So she did. And she's as smooth as they come and she got her hooks in the DJ. And then she pulled the power move, which was get the kid and then uh, now she's she's you know it's gratis from here on in, right? So uh, do you believe that? I'm just asking you, Carver I, because you're an expert. Uh, do you think that they uh, get sick of the you know like the smoke show hottie? Do you think they get sick of the golf life, the tour guy that's gone every week, every other week of the year, and then like uh, uh, you know? as opposed to like a hockey wife in the NHL that's got, okay, he's gone for six months every other week for, you know, three to six to 10 days, right? It's, it's one or the other. You got like a three-day trip, right. six-day trip, or nine-day trip, right? So 10 days. So you got the, you know, the, the big bag trip or the little bag trip, right? And then they're always coming home. So I would think that the the tour life of a golfer would drive a smoke mm. show out the door faster than a hockey wife. Which I, one do you think I, it is? I I actually I'll I'll disagree if we're talking about a golfer like Dustin Johnson, because here's why. Um, and they've got two children, by the way, two kids already. They have Paulina wow. and Dustin. So now Dustin Johnson doesn't have to play every week anymore so you're right what what do you think he plays maybe 20 tournaments a year 20 tops he plays the four majors probably plays 15 to 20 other tournaments he's not playing every week like you know the good doctor doc redman and keith mitchell the guys grinding for checks he's not playing every week he shows up when a sponsor needs him there or when he knows there's a big check on the line that that's what like he's at the palmetto this week because it's at his hometown it's, it's home court you know right, right. near where he grew up he or else he wouldn't be at the Palmetto this weekend. Uh, I mean, that that's just the way that it goes. He's from so, South Carolina. Let's say he let's say he played twenty five tournaments a year. Let's go on the high end. That's still half the year, twenty five weeks that he's not doing anything. Fifty two weeks for twenty seven weeks he's not playing golf. That's more than half the year. So he's home for that. And here's the thing that I've seen with Paulina. Now I don't know if every golfer's wife or girlfriend does this. But she, she shows goes, up. She goes with him everywhere. Like, she likes traveling around. One week, I'm in Florida. One week, I'm in Phoenix at the Waste Management. The next right. week, I'm in Fort Worth. 
The next week I'm at Torrey Pines. And she's staying at the Four Seasons and and she's out at the pool. How many of those other players do you think want to sleep with her? He's renting the big house. Like, he's getting the personal house for the week at these places. Right. She don't even got to deal with a hotel. She's get, They got their own estate that they're renting for the week. So, like, when they go to Torrey Pines on Monday, when they pull into town, uh, you know, on Sunday night after the Palmetto, fly South Carolina, right. boom, cross country, they are going to be set up, the Gretzkys and the Johnsons, in the most lush, lavish, you know it down there at Torrey Pines. They got this private house. They're going to have people cooking for him in there. It's a sweet scene, and she gets to do that 25 weeks out of the year at different cities all around the country. And then the other 25 weeks out of the year, she can sit at home with the big mansion, Dustin and the kids, and spend those fat stacks. She's got a life right now. Maybe some of them, though, like, honestly, the Fairmont Grand in Del Mar right there is is like, <laughs> it's five-star. I mean, it is so nice. And it is, like, so luxurious, and the pool and the food and everything about it. And then when she's at the pool, like, she's so hot, like, that every person there, everybody wants her. Everybody wants her. Pool stuff. I mean, just, I mean, when she dives in the pool, the whole pool empties out. Kids are running. Women are going back to their room. Uh, They're wearing robes because they're so embarrassed to be around her. Uh, she's taking over. I I think that's my guess would be more fun for her than going into somebody's she fat, loved, you know, Airbnb mansion. I think she, she won the. She loves the publicity. I my guess would be because she's so hot that I you know, if I were on tour with him, playing, and uh, he's having you know rolling four or five straight birdies, I'm rolling four or five straight double bogeys because I'm looking at her. I'm not focused on the. <laughs> I'm yeah. not focused on Let's the see. golf holes. I got. I'm having problems staying in the fairway. I'm just a mess if I'm playing with him. Because if she's around, I, you know, that's just a game wrecker. That's a game wrecker. I can't even hit. I can't even hit off the tees. I'm gonna have to go all irons if she's around for the tournament. Like if if I'm at Tory Pines at the U.S. Open and she's walking with his group, I mean, I'm playing two irons off the tees because I can't stay focused with her anywhere near my 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 golf game. Can't do it. Won't do it. Uh Uh-uh. Uh-uh. So let me ask you this question. Trevor Bauer today called the Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse Cy Youngs, because he's making fun of uh, guys getting uh, the hype of getting the Cy Young, that they're giving it to uh, Garrett Cole and, um, and, and they're giving it to DeGrom. And he's giving a Mickey Mouse Cy Youngs, mocking the fact that you don't give out a Cy Young in uh, the middle of June. Do you think uh, Trevor Bauer's right to mock the Cy Young and to mock the uh, Garrett Cole and DeGrom, who people now on a daily basis are accusing of cheating? Right. Now, I do agree with Trevor Bauer in one aspect. You, you shouldn't be handing the award out in June. And I get it. Everybody drools DeGrom. He's great. He's, in fact, he had an uh, RBI single tonight or a two-run single. He's driven right. in. He's driven in more runs than he's allowed, earned runs than he's allowed this year. He has five he's driven RBIs. driven in five. He's allowed four. He's allowed four. That's pretty astonishing. So I get the drooling of Jacob DeGrom, but there is still three months to go in the season. And a lot happens down the stretch. And sometimes he got Cy hurt. Young, he did get hurt tonight. With the Degrom uh, left the game with a flexor uh, tendon. The flexor tendon. Uh, and and isn't you that know what? Your, isn't that in your forearm? Yes. And he's had a couple injuries. He, he he's you know Degrom's not very durable. That's the one thing you could say about him. He does spend his trips on the IL every season, but he's still so dominant that they give him the award. And Cole, like, let's be honest, like. Bauer can cry all he wants at this very moment, three months into the season, two months, whatever it is. Who in the American League is pitched better than Cole? Like, who's the standout no pitcher in the American League? What you want? Shane Bieber? I mean, Lance Lynn? Lance Giolito, Lynn. Like, I mean, Otani? No um, Otani doesn't win games. He's flashy. He gets a couple strikeouts. He never wins because the team never wins. Right. Uh, you know, it just, I don't know. But what about DeGrom? Uh, how about six innings, ten strikeouts, one hit? He yeah, now right. has the lowest ERA, 0.56, in MLB history. 
through 10 starts. Through yeah. through 10 starts, the lowest ERA in baseball history. That is crazy. He's that good. He really is. Um, and I know that they all – I just don't like that now you have – this is almost becoming like the steroids again, right? This stuff with the pitchers the last couple weeks. Like, you almost have to say, like, I know that they all sat there and stuck up for him. He doesn't do anything. It's all clean. But, I, I mean, now we have to question everybody. Do we know? Is he using spider everybody. Well, one of the things that they're questioning, obviously, is now he's had the most 100-mile-an-hour-plus pitches uh, in the, the gas. you know, for the season. 121 pitches over 100 miles an hour, and then no one else, only one guy has 10. Shane McClanahan, is that, uh, who is that? Shane McClanahan, is that dirty on, ha- Harry uh, Callahan's cousin? He's on, the, he's on the Rays, right? And then Otani's got nine, and Garrett Cole has nine. This guy has 121 pitches over 100 miles an hour. That's crazy. That people have to think he's juicing. They have to think he's cheating because he throws 100 miles an hour so much. Like, he's got 121. The next closest guy has 10. Give him the he's Cy Young. Jam. Call him Mickey Mouse all you want. Give him the Cy Young already. And that'll be his, what, third? Yeah. I and mean, honestly. See, and did you see Scherzer got hurt tonight? Yeah, I saw Scherzer, Scherzer left. Twelve pitches. He left in, in the first inning. He's going to be tough to trade if he's not pitching. Yeah, listen. Um, you know that's the problem with these guys that um, you know this they is wait. The problem with baseball in general. Well, just Everybody you wait hurt. too long. Wait, you wait too long to deal somebody. I told you the Malkin they should have dealt. It goes on and on. We could talk about all these guys that you should have dealt. Before they got to the point where you can't deal them. You know what I mean? You just, you can't deal them. We're raging in here. The game's a lot closer now. It's a four-point game, I think. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at discounttire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to listing your home for sale, everyone and their mom has advice. Oh, honey, who's going to want to buy this place on a cul-de-sac? It's literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best. Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here. REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 BrandSpark American Trust Study. Each office independently owned and operated. So uh, college football is going to have, it would appear to me, uh, and we've always felt this way, Carver High, that they would add teams to that playoff from four to, uh, I always thought it'd be 12 or 16 without a doubt. And uh, I was even willing to just go with eight, whatever. I don't even care. 
but it sounds like they're going uh, to 12. And what's great about it is it's going to be, uh, what, in like 23 or something like this they're, they're talking about? Like, I think it's, you know, basically. Yeah, you know, a couple of years. We don't have to wait that long. A couple long. years. That, that's not that big of a deal. Now, listen, I thought that that deal, maybe it was up in 23. But I thought it was up in, I could be wrong. I, I don't even care if I'm wrong. I thought it was 25. But either way, I knew that they either had to let the deal uh, run out or everyone had to agree to change it at the end of it uh, or near the end of it to make it happen. So it sounds like they're getting closer and closer to having 12. and. Like, this is just the layman's version of this. Like, I'm not going to get into all the specifics of it other than this. Uh, we know that they're going to, obviously, it sounds like they're going to do it. So, you know, the top four uh, right. teams will uh, get buys, right? And yeah. then, uh, and then they're, then they're going to have, uh, what, four other teams that are the next highest rated. And then, for uh, at large, right out of the top, to, let's say top twenty-five, right. it's 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 going to boil down to that, right? It's going to be four, and then f the next four rated, and then four wild cards, right. four so, four uh, at large, right? So basically, what it comes down to is is that Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State just have to play one more game. That that that's that's pretty much what it comes down to because they're always in the top four, so they're there every single year. And now instead of just having to play two games to win the title, now they got to play three because they'll get their buys and they'll, they're always going to be at the top. And then we'll have some good games right. that we'll get to bet on. And then, um, you know, it's one more game that maybe somebody could, could beat one of those teams on a, you know, once in a while, it would be nice. Indiana um, would have made it last year, oh yeah. the Hoosiers, but that was a COVID season. And uh, you know, I thought Indiana had a great season. Fair enough. And, <laughs> they they would have made it, and then like I, I don't even remember, but I I think they lo they lost their bowl game again, didn't they? I think uh, they did. I thought they won that bowl game. Let me check really fast. Uh, I think they did lose. I could be wrong, but but anyway, um, I know the year before that they lost too. I think they did lose. I could be I, I could be wrong, but anyway, so they would have made it. And, and then I guess my question to you is this. Uh, there's a lot of people clamoring for Notre Dame to uh, get in a conference. Well, I mean, they did lose the Outback Bowl to Ole Miss. Ole Miss. They lost Indiana Ole Miss in, in a wild game, and and yes. it was a wild ending. And Indiana had the ball with a chance to win, and they lost. Yeah. Uh, I think it came down to like a hail mary or something. They came. They yeah. got down to like the red zone, and they had to score, and they didn't. All I know is um, they would have made the tournament, and they would have been one of the twelve. I think I saw it today. It would have been like the yeah, 11th team or something. But they would have been anyway, in. Anyway, they would have been in. So I think it's going to make college football way better uh, to have the entire season instead of playing for one team. Because those three that you mentioned get in every year. And then they, yep. everyone else is playing for one team. One team is the, is the team that's going to make that Final Four now. Uh, now it sucks. It's the same teams every year. And then it just doesn't work. Uh, I right. know it works for Alabama. And I know it works for, you know, Ohio State, Clemson, whatever. But it really works for Alabama is what it does. And now you'll have, I think, you know, 12 teams. You're going to have some good games. And it's going to make the regular season more meaningful because you're going to have all these teams scrambling, trying to win games late in the season in November, whatever, um, instead of, you know, I don't even know what they're going to do with bowl games. Well, I just know well, they're going to have a 12 team tournament and more teams yeah. are going to have to play their ass off every week to try to get into that 12 uh, field. It, it also helps the aspect of for co college football forever, even since they've gone to four teams. For the most part, like you lose one game and like your season's like in terms of winning a national championship, like, it's like kind of over. But like if 12 teams are getting in, you, you know, you're not you're not finished like you, you're. You're very much in the mix. Now, let me ask you this. With it, if it goes to 12 teams, uh, can Jim Harbaugh finally get Michigan in the playoff? Because he sure as hell can't get him in with four. Can he get him in with 12? 
I mean, I, I, you know, I would say uh, it's going to be real close. I mean, it, how embarrassing is it that Indiana is better than Michigan in football? I mean, honestly, and they are. And and that coach Allen's doing a better job than Jim Harbaugh, and that's all there is to it. But I, that's a great point by you. But you know, they talk about Notre Dame not being in a conference, but aren't they? Aren't they in the ACC playing football wow. games? They, well, this year, obviously, they were in the ACC for the COVID year, and they played all. Now, what their contract is, is they have to play six ACC games per season. That's part of the deal with them having every other sport in the ACC, like basketball. You know, they're in, they're in the conference. For football, they're not technically in the ACC. They Like, this was the only year where they played in that championship game. Now they'll go back to being an independent, but they have to play six of their 12 games against ACC teams every year. That's been the case for years. So, now. It, so is it not? Is it not? Now, let's let's figure this out. Is the is the 12 going to be like the top six conferences in America? The winner of those conferences are automatic Correct. and then six Correct. other at large. Correct. So basically the way that they phrased it, it the top six conference champions. So the reason right. they phrased it that way and didn't use specific conferences is because let's say you do get a year with a UCF or a year, you know, with a BYU or, you, you know, you have something like that. Well, if UCF is ranked higher then let's say it's a down year for the Pac-12 and UCF's ranked fourth and the best Pac-12 team is ranked eighth, well, then the UCF will get it as the as a conference champion bid. You know, that's kind of how they worked it. But either way, let's it's just the easiest thing is the top 12 teams are going to get in. The do- they're still going to have their dopey committee. They're still going to sit around in the room. And, you know, now instead of fighting over who was supposed to be fourth, we're going to fight over who was supposed to be 12th. You know, that that's going to be the the new thing that we'll do now, which is OK. So do you think that but do you think that college football now with the way it is now with the four, that it sucks and well, that it's, it's all su- just it's, a giant waste of time? It, it, Yes, but it sucks because the same three teams are in it every year. So that's what makes it – that's what sucks about it. Now, the person will on the other side is going to say to us, well, if if those three teams are in every year and they always destroy everybody in the semifinals and there's, and there's always bad games, well, then why go to 12? The best team – if these are the best teams, they're already there. Because we want some exciting games. Okay, that's why. We want some exciting games. We want to give a chance. Let's make Alabama play an extra game. Yeah, they're the dominant and they crush everybody. But let's maybe they'll maybe they'll have one of those three days will be bad and we don't have to watch them win every year. It just opens the door for more teams to win, which is what do we you want. Think, do you think he's gonna coach? Like he, they just extended yes. him again. Yes, he's do not think, going anywhere. Really, but you think he's gonna coach till he's seventy seven years old? Yes, I actually do. I think him and Belichick like get together every summer and they just sit around you know, on, on a boat, and they just talk about how they're going to coach until they down die. At that, uh, down think. at that Alabama lake? Yeah, they're just, they, they just sit around, and they're going to go, we're going to torment everybody for the, until, for the rest of our lives. You know, That's what you know who one of his neighbors is, is uh, Wilder. And, um, the bronze you know, bomber? I, the bomber. The, he it, is, you know, training like crazy for fury. Now, the difference is, I will say this. I know that everyone thinks that's just automatic. And it's just a done deal. And it's, I listen, I am here to tell you one guy is not doing anything. And if he does, it's one or two days a week. I don't believe for one minute Fury's training every single day, like a madman. I really don't. I, you know, every time I see him, he's on like social media or on television, goofing around, making fun of people, telling everybody he'll kick everyone's ass. And he's just, he's on, he's just a, he's a, become a celebrity right he's just so famous but i i don't i don't give a rat's ass about tyson fury and i don't know anybody else that does either but i'll tell you this much that guy wilder has been training like a savage i mean he is doing the whole rocky balboa thing he's throwing like uh railroad ties around he's doing uh he's hitting the bag the heavy bag every day like i mean he's he's like knocking it off the ceiling. I mean, he is, he's training with some lunatic and that guy, I don't know if you've seen him lately, but he looks like fantastic. And I'm talking about his body has zero 
uh, body fat. I mean, he looks like an absolute, uh, I mean, he is a terror to deal with. And he is punching hard. And I mean to tell you, that guy is throwing hands and he looks completely like, he looks like a gigantic muscle. He looks like, I mean, he looks so ripped. I've never seen a heavyweight in my life ever look better than Deontay Wilder's body right now. His body is so chiseled. It would, I mean, he looks, name one fighter, name one, name one heavyweight that looks as good as him. I mean, you know, their body. Like they all are heavy and And, they're all heavy and overweight and uh, they're strong, they're ripped, whatever. But let's face facts. They don't look like him. Now, if that guy's head is clear and if he's not playing games with all of his excuses and all of his BS and all of his and all of his uh, bomb squad BS and all of his screaming and yelling and nonsense, no one cares about him anymore. He's completely irrelevant. But I'll say this. If he goes in there. And he looks as good as he looks right now. And he throws those gigantic bombs. And he lands one on that fat ass's chin. I am telling you, he's going to knock him the Pharrell out. And that guy, he knocked him out twice already. He knocked him down twice. Knocked him from here to Tuscaloosa. And I'm here to tell you, the second one in that first fight in the 12th round, I cannot, to this day, I cannot explain how he got up from that. I cannot explain it. God lifted him up off the canvas. I'm telling you, I feel like we're going to see that guy knock him out again. There's something about it. Something's brewing because he's working and the other guy isn't. I think it's going to be the exact opposite of what we saw in the last fight. I think that Wilder went into that second fight thinking this is going to be easy work and I don't got to do anything and I'm going to have a whole bunch of excuses and Fury beat his ass. And now it's the opposite. I think Wilder's going in doing the work because he wants to redeem himself Fury isn't taking it seriously, and Wilder's going to beat his ass. And then Fury's going to make excuses. I wasn't supposed to fight this guy, blah, 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 blah. Right, you know, right. All, it, and and they, these guys are all jokers anyway. I mean, we've been through this a billion times. I mean, it, Do it's you want that to happen? Do you want it to happen? Are you rooting for Deontay Wilder? I, I, I kind of am. I, I do. I, I like too. seeing chaos because I, they all ruin it for themselves. They just they, they by how long it takes them to make these fights and everything else. So now I just want the chaos. So I think that while there is actually going to beat his ass when they fight this next time. I do too. And I'll tell you one thing. I am I, I'm trying to get you know motivated and looking forward to it type thing. The only thing that gets me going is when I see that guy throwing those bombs in training and how good he looks and how chiseled he looks and how athletic and in shape he looks. And the other guy just doesn't. I don't care what anybody says. The other guy still looks like fat-ass pillow guy to me, like the Michelin man. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Want the same expert advice you get from the pros in the store while shopping online at DiscountTire.com? Meet Treadwell, your personal online tire guide that matches you with the perfect tire for your vehicle. Get your best match in one minute or less with Treadwell by Discount Tire. When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily, a REMAX agent has answers. Hey, Brian, those are really good questions. They are? Thanks. It's my first time buying. I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you. REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office independently owned and operated.
All right, we don't have a lot of time, so I will say this. Uh, Carver High and I are both uh, excited about watching Nate Diaz fight tomorrow night, even though he sucks lately. He hasn't done anything in so long, and every time he does, he loses. But uh, this Leon Edwards guy is, is no joke. <laughs> but uh, he's no joke, Edwards. But I, I would love to see uh, – I really – I love watching Diaz get bloodied like Carrie the movie and just beat people up. I love his street thug-type violence. I love his uh, I love his whole scene. I really do. And I would love to see that fat Italian beat uh, Adesanya, the style bender, too. I doubt either one's going to happen, but I'm looking forward to the violence tomorrow night, Carver. Yeah, listen, uh, I'm not the biggest fan of Adesanya, so sure, let the other guy beat him up. I'd like to see Nate Diaz win, but it's hard to back a guy who fights once every two years. You know, it's just it's yeah. very hard. The guy never fights. So uh, you said... Um, uh, that uh, so in terms of uh watching the fights, are you gonna watch the fights? Are you gonna watch there's, them tomorrow night? No are chance you gonna I'm get into that it? fight tomorrow night. No. There's no shot, no shot, no shot. But there's no, no hockey. Games I need, tomorrow I night. need, I need a bigger, I need big names like Adesanya's not enough to bring me to the table. I need Connor, I need, I need something like that. I need a I need a lot of juice behind a fight. These fights. You don't, don't like watching Nate Diaz fight though. When he does I fight, do, it's, but it's that, pretty like, violent. It's so much work for me to go and get that fight up tomorrow night. I, I don't know. And I'm a and I'm tell the story really quick of what's happening with Drake and uh, LeBron. Oh, well, Drake and LeBron are at the Sierra Canyon game. I guess Bronny's game, and they must be on TV somewhere. People keep putting clips up on Twitter, and Drake right. is like getting up and giving the ref in this high school game the business, like. It's bad enough he's sitting there in a front row at LeBron's kids' high school game. He's got to jaw out the ref, too. I mean, God, you're worth a billion dollars. Can you go do something else? Jeez. Yeah, I'm seeing the highlights of them walking into the gym and everybody's, like, basically bending over for him. I just don't care about Bronny's games. I told you I watched that show. Anyway, uh, have a great weekend. I'll see you. Uh, good luck with your Islanders Sunday, and I'll see you Monday on Coast to Coast at 4. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.